What's up, everyone? This is Jacob Moses, host of the Not Boring Tech Writer, where in each episode, we teach technical writers a different skill so they can enhance their skill sets, improve their marketability, diversify their career, and ultimately break the stereotype that technical writing is a boring career. This episode's skill, bridging the gap between documentation and support. Documentation and support share a common goal to give customers the information they need to get the greatest value from a product. But despite a shared goal, consistent communication rarely follows, and the result is tech writers missing out on content-rich customer feedback that could lead to documentation that actually answers the user's questions. But don't fear, because we have Neil Kaplan, Senior Users Assistant Manager at Enterana, to teach us how we can bridge the gap between documentation and support Thus, create better documentation. Enjoy. Mr. Neil Kaplan, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's, good. it's great to be great to be chatting with you again since our our time together in Portland at Write the Docs. Yes, yeah, that was that was great. It really was a lot of a lot of good people like yourself, and I'm glad we can continue the conversation on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. So, Neil, I'm I'm super pumped about today's topic on just bridging the gap between documentation and support because it, it seems to be a universal issue um, at some point for people working in software documentation. And fortunately, you provided a super dope solution with like super actionable or super achievable action items. Um, so this is going to be a really good conversation. I know that listeners are gonna gonna get some great insight from it. Uh, but before we dig into the solution, I love to talk about um, just the traditional relationship between documentation and support. Uh, sure. Maybe it's the relationship that a lot of listeners currently have with their support team. Um, and talk about maybe some of the downfalls that often come from that type of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my experience was, I think, very similar to a lot of people have seen where documentation and support I mean, basically don't talk and often don't even know of the other's existence. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might have a vague, oh, yeah, there's someone who writes docs. Oh, you know, obviously someone answers the phones, someone responds, but there's no communication there and there's no acknowledgement about what each team does there's no good idea about what they're doing what people are responsible for and so when i was starting out in docs we had no idea we, we knew there was a support team we had no idea who they were they were they were actually in like uh, the other side of the world basically Gosh. but but what really matters is that there was just no communication there there wasn't any um, it, really any feedback? So this came down to what's going on with the product. You know, pr people who are what are customers asking about, and that's something that we in Docs never had insight into, and really just did not see what was going on. We really were at a loss. So we were writing our documentation in a bit of a vacuum mm -hmm. because we didn't have that customer feedback coming in, and and that would be, you know, again product knowledge, but also we weren't great about finding out about pro you know the the documentation problems either and that's always <laughs> you know that's a problem when you're writing yeah 
so that's something that you know I saw in multiple places that that docs and support just did not have a communication, and it was really kind of silly. You noticed that this this relationship wasn't working. Um, what were what were what were some of the downfalls? What really spurred you to take action and be like, hey, like we need we need to change this relationship? Um, it really came when I was, and I kind of you know if you don't see a problem. You just pretend it doesn't. You can pretend it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So if you you have no insight insight into that, so for years it was very easy to think. Well, I'm not really hearing about it, so everything's okay. You know, I'm sure someone would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone's going to tell me if something's wrong. But um, what happened is that I joined a smaller company where it was a it was an open office, and I just started really talking to people more, kind of getting out of my out of, away from my desk, yeah. out of my cube. And that's when I started to, to meet with support people. And they said, oh, hey, you're the person writing the docs. And that was you know, a revelation to them too. Oh, oh, this is someone who's actually writing those, huh. those, that, those documents that we look at. I, I can put a face to that. And then it became, beyond that, it was, hey, have you, you know, we're having these issues. Or, you know, hey, have you thought about this? Or I've got some ideas for the docs. Or... A lot of customers are asking about this. Do we have any docs about that? And that was suddenly, oh, no. And I think the answer was probably no, we didn't because <laughs> I didn't because I didn't know. I didn't know customers were asking about those things. Yeah. And like you said, if no one if no one's let you know, you were thinking, hey, things are all good. I'm, exactly. I'm writing great docs. Everyone's into them. <laughs> And it's really easy to think, well, I've documented the features. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> what mm-hmm. what else do I need to do? And it turned out there was a lot more. So when I started really just sitting down, and I think it was just sitting down, talking to them, probably having lunch and just saying, hey, what's going on? And they were really happy to tell me. And that was awesome and amazing. That they, 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 now that they said, oh, I know who's writing this documentation, you know, we're seeing what the customers are asking. Um, let's communicate. Let's really start talking and let's try to get that stuff into the docs so that we're not answering the same questions so that our customers have the answers they need. So... For me, it was it was kind of, it was just a revelation, and to have that for me, the communication with the support team, um, and just to get that feedback. Yeah, and and I love how whenever you you introduced the solution just now, the first thing you said was, "I stood up and got out of my cube." So it sounds yeah. like the first action item to really bridging this gap is getting up. And and going over to your support team, building that rapport. So what? How can a the documentation team, if they want to bridge that gap, how can they build that rapport with support? How do you approach support and really, really lay out that that mutual benefit proposition that this isn't just for better docs, but also for to help you with support? How do you how do you encourage that they approach the support team? I think it's it's actually really easy. You know, they're your coworkers. You're all working toward the same goal. Let's make a better product. Let's make our customers happier, mm-hmm. more successful. Support is a you know they're a really big part of that. They're on the front lines. And it really came down to just learning who they are, talking to them. And it might, you know, they could be three desks over, they could be around the world, it doesn't really matter, but it's just starting that communication and saying, and really, um, I would just say opening up and saying, hey, you know, I'm the documentation person. I would love to get some, to give your feedback. You know, I would love to hear what your comments are. Let's start talking. I love it. And then in your experience, they've been very receptive to that approach. They're like, yes, like we have, we have this wealth of knowledge over yes. here and, and happy to share it with you. And it, yes, exactly. I've found that they are, they are very receptive, that um, they really just often, 
well, we all get into our jobs, right? Mm-hmm. We all get can get very heads down, and it's we're, we're thinking about what needs to be done now. So support is doing the same thing. They're thinking very often, how do I answer this next ticket? Mm-hmm. How do I solve this customer's problem? And, you know, I've got a lot of tickets in the backlog. How do we do this? And they're thinking from their view is, okay, answer the ticket, answer the next ticket, you know, do their research, do this. Yeah. So it's really coming in and, and, you know, as a doc writer coming in and just saying, hey, how can I help? And, yeah. and how, how you as a doc writer can help is really comes down to how can I make the documentation better? Yeah. How can I better address these problems? So I found that support is, yeah, they're very receptive. They're very happy to talk because you're saying basically – how can I help you do your job? And wow, this is great for the customers. And, and you know, that's what we want. We want happy. We all want happy customers. Yeah. Happy customers, uh, customers that renew. I mean, gosh, oh, yes. a, a variety of benefits. Oh, it's, it's, it's huge. It's, it's huge. And so it's really, you know, I mean, I guess it, all, it really comes down to communication and starting that communication, just starting to bridge that, that gap, if it, you know, start talking and, we often, you know, doc writer, you know, technical writers will often talk to, you know, we're used to talking to engineering. Mm-hmm. We often talk to product management, and that's that's great. That's awesome. But I've just found we often leave out support yep. because support we think of, oh, they're the, they, you know, they might consume the documentation, but we often don't think about them as um, providing input into it as well. And that's, you know, something that we need to change, and we just start need to thinking about thinking about is. How do we do more collaboration? You know, they've got all this knowledge. And from, you know, what I discovered, you know, they're building this knowledge. They might have this huge wealth of internal knowledge that they're, you know, that they're, they're keeping on their own. And yeah, they're usually very, <laughs> they're very, they're thrilled to be able to share this. Awesome. Yeah. So once you, once you've created this relationship between the documentation team and support, how do you how do you use that relationship to create more descriptive documentation? And that's something that you hit on in your yeah. your talk at Write the Docs that I'll include in the uh, the show notes if anyone's okay. interested. But you said that we don't necessarily want we don't want prescriptive documents. We want descriptive, and the best way to get that is from your relationship with support. So once we have that relationship, how can we really acquire that knowledge to create more descriptive documentation? I think it's a really, you know, it comes down to a simple question. How are, how are our customers using our product? Mm-hmm. And that's something that when we're talking to engineering, we're talking to product management, we're often getting the how do we think customers, how do we expect customers to use it, how are customers supposed to use this. When we're talking to support, we can actually get the real use cases. What we're seeing is what are customers really asking about? What are the problems they're really hitting? And it's not theoretical it's not planning you're you're able to talk to support and they say customers want to know how to do this and they'll lay it out there and they can you know it's it's they they've got the tickets there you know they've got all the customer communication they can say here's what customers are asking about we see a lot of this it would be great if we documented these things and so to be descriptive you really need to mine that and and see what are what are the customers asking about what do they really want to know do they need to know how to log into the product or are they, you know, are they far beyond that and mm-hmm. they really want to know, wow, I've got this use case and do this. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's just finding that out and, and really getting to the people who are really, who are talking to the customers as they're using, you know, the customers who have their hands on the product. So we've created that relationship with support. 
how do, how do we know if our efforts are paying off? What are what are some of the benchmarks or standards that you look for to say okay, like 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 this relationship is working well and the documentation is improving? What do you what do you look for? Um, that's really good. That's a good question, and that's that's something that, that that frankly I'm still working on, still figuring that out. And part of it is look at the the reports from your support team. Support team will be running reports on. The tick, the number of tickets they get. Often they, you know, they can run reports on the types of tickets they get. If especially when they're classifying them by problem, by question, by 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 you know whatever categories they use. So it's really starting to look at that and track that over time and see how many questions are you getting? Are they going up? Are they going down? What's going on? Part of it is, I mean, some of it, some of it right now, you know, I have to say is is kind of anecdotal. It's talking to support and mm-hmm. saying. And I, and I will hear, oh, hey, you know, we had this question. I was able to refer the customer to the documentation, and that solved their problem, and it was great. Um, and that's the kind of thing that you want to do and you really want to encourage. And that's part of this communication with support is also letting them know, hey, here's the documentation that's out there, or I've added more documentation to address this use case, to address these questions. Let them start using it. Let them start referring customers to it. And, and, you know, from your side in the docs, tr- start tracking to see, are these pages getting used? Am I getting the page views? Am I getting, um, the, are, are people really looking at the docs? Is that increasing? So you're kind of working together. You're using their reports. Their, you know, the, you, they, you can use your own doc reports to really see about what are the usage patterns. Are your customers asking more questions? Are they asking different questions? I mean, one thing is if you if you answer a, a question and customers keep answering the same thing over and over, maybe you got to figure out something. You know, yeah. Maybe your help isn't quite addressing it, or there's some other way you need to, to solve it. And in addition to that, you, you hit something so powerful during your talk at Write the Docs, and that was this concept of ticket direction as opposed to yes. ticket deflection. Because a lot of a lot of listeners might be listening right now and thinking, okay, like if I bridge this gap between documentation support. That means that my documentation will be better, thus less tickets. But that's not necessarily true. And I'd love for you to kind of elaborate on that concept and really, really encourage listeners to change their perspective on what it means whenever those those tickets continue to come in. And know that that's not a bad thing that you still have a lot of tickets. Yeah, that is. It's not a bad thing. I mean, it might be if you're seeing the same question yes. over and over, and it's exactly the same. Maybe customers just aren't finding it. But the whole point, you, you do want questions. You don't want, and I think I said, you don't want your customers to just shut up and go away. Mm-hmm. You want a communication. You want to see them engaged. And so one great thing is that as you're addressing more of their actual use cases, you're really helping the customers learn more about your product and get more engaged with your product. So they will have more questions. And you want them to have more questions. You want them to really be diving deep mm-hmm. into your product and learning that. And you want that communication to go on. You know, it's it's so just looking at a at a base count of how many user questions came in today or this week or last week isn't always you know it's not great if the number goes to zero. <laughs> you know, what you want to see is maybe they're asking different questions, they're asking more advanced questions. So in my experience, when I started doing this, when I started working with support more closely, we were seeing less of the very simple questions because the documentation was was addressing those. We were seeing users asking more complex questions, but that's great because, again, that keeps feedback to me that, hey, customers are using it more. Now they want more advanced examples. They want more advanced um, documentation. 
and and hey, the you know we we've already you know the customers are finding how out how to do the simple stuff on their own, and that's great. Once customers are using your product in more advanced and smarter and just deeper ways, that means they're getting more value from your product. That means that your you know your company's making more money. That's awesome, mm-hmm. and and you and documentation are really helping to drive that. You know you're working with support to really help drive that customer adoption and and say, look, you know we've got your back. <laughs> you know we're 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 going to get you through the easy stuff and just keep feeding us questions. And then, you know, support gets those questions, support feeds that back into documentation. You're, you know, as a documentation person, you are writing more, you're writing better. And it really helps give you a focus and, and to know what's really important, you know, what's important to the customer. Yeah, it gives you, I mean, you're, you're writing off of, again, just one of the many powerful things you said at your talk was you're writing based on data and not instinct. It's like, oh, like, I, I think this is how it'll be used, therefore I write about it. But as, you, as you're bridging this gap and getting more complex use cases, you, you really can write based on, like, actual, like, anecdotal data, which is huge. It is huge. And it's, it's, it's huge. And it's also, as, as, a, you know, as a technical writer, it keeps things interesting. It yeah. really, you know, you're getting all this feedback and you're not writing the same thing over and over. It really becomes... Oh hey, you know, so if someone from support comes up and says, "I've got this really interesting use case from a customer, and they wanted to do this and this and this," it's it's fascinating. It's you're you're learning more about the product, mm-hmm. you're learning more about your customers, but you're becoming more of an expert as you're getting more of this information too, and that's really important because that not only can you document that one case, but it helps you start thinking about what else can I do. You know, not just the list of features that I'm getting. You know, it's it's more than that. It's okay. How does this all fit together? And I think a lot of this that we get from support really helps with that. How does the product fit together? Because you're learning about customer usage, and you're you, you're not so much thinking in terms of, you know, feature one, two, three. Here's a bullet list, but more, how does it all work together? Yep. How do my how do what do the customers really need to do? And it might, you know, this might be, a, you know, pretty complex. It might span what we would think of as multiple features, but it's getting you into just writing that more, I, I say deeper documentation. And it does require, you know, more understanding and more research, but that's the kind of thing that really kind of, that drives me on. Yes, <laughs> you know, as, absolutely. As, I couldn't agree more. As, yeah. yeah. So, so we've covered some great stuff so far. So how to really build that relationship with support, how to use that relationship to create more descriptive documentation and then we also understand some of the benchmarks and how we know if, if it's if it's working well for us. Once we've accomplished all of this, I mean, how do we how do we move forward? Like, if someone wants to continue just to really bridge that gap and build that relationship, um, how can we continue to get support involved, continue to empower them, and help us create better software documentation? It's really you know I think you're right. It starts with that conversation. It starts with the introduction and hey you know start let's start helping each other. What I like to do is, is you know, once you've got that relationship going, once you know each other, you, you know, you, you know what each other does and what, what we're working on. I like to start saying, "Hey, now that you've written this up, can we, can we, you know, can we take what you've written up? Can you start writing?" And I found it much easier just to build simple documentation templates. Let them use, you know, don't ever give them, don't give anyone a blank page. Blank mm-hmm. pages are are terrifying, but have simple templates. That, that might just have a few a couple of headings, little comments that say, can you put this here? Really start 
training them in a way, you know, don't don't sit them down for four hours and say, now I'm going to teach you to be a tech writer, but really help them and make it as easy as possible for them to start contributing yeah. to the docs. They're already writing up a lot of answers for customers. They're used to, to talking to cut to communicating with customers, talking to them, giving them answers. Basically help them help you. Make mm-hmm. it easier for them to contribute content. Just say, you know, can we do like a generic version of this answer? Sometimes they might have a very specific customer version, but it's a really great use case. Yeah. And it's great to have them say, just to say, can you make this more generic and we can add this to the docs? And I found that's you know, really helpful. It's, it, it really gives them the sense that, they're re- they, that they really are directly contributing yep. to the documentation. And you know, absolutely thank them for it. <laughs> Give them credit. Tell their managers how awesome they are. You really want to make sure that they feel valued. Yep. Like, like anyone wants to feel valued, but look at this. You know, look at this great example that, that this support hero wrote about this this great use case and this is awesome and, and, and I'd love to see more of this. And that, you know, it, it kind of gets it out of just it's not information that's locked into one ticket. It's information that you can really bring out into the docs and help all your customers. And, you know, for me, I'm the the doc, you know, the tech writer at my company, so I really need to have collaborators to help me to build this up. And I found that it's good. They enjoy it. <laughs> but they they it's it's great when you're when you're sharing the credit when everyone's, you know, you're really showing how valuable this is to the customers, and they're really helping out. Yeah, you're really, you're really supporting. I'm sorry, empowering the support team. Yes, um, which is huge. And, and like you said, not just like, okay, like you have all this knowledge. Like here's like a blank word document. Throw it down for me. It's like I'm going to use my expertise to like get the most out of out of your expertise. Right. And that's a that's a that's a beautiful tandem. It is, and it's it's really great because. They have a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You want a lot of knowledge. <laughs> and so it's really, how, how can you make it easier for them to get that knowledge to you? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and sometimes I, I've just sat in a room and let them, you know, let's just, let's just talk. Let's just take, get a whiteboard. Let's sketch out this customer use case. And I've had great experiences with that where, where it's just much easier. They show you what's going on and they, they'll it, let them draw pictures. I, I found that's useful because that tells me Oh, you know these charts or something. That's really important in this in this example, and I need to include those. Mm. Just again, make it easy for them to communicate with you. Make it easy for them to to communicate to all your customers and, and share this knowledge that they have because they just have so much knowledge. They're building up so much knowledge from talking to customers each day, and it you know when you can bring that into the documentation, it makes it so much better. Yeah. Well, Neil, man, just thank you for dropping all this all this wisdom on us, and I I really hope that listeners are encouraged to um, and motivated to really to bridge that gap if that's the kind of relationship that they have with their with their support team right now. And and you you've laid out some some great action items and things that tech writers can apply today to bridge that gap. And man, just thank you so much for sharing sharing your expertise. Oh, oh! Thank you for the opportunity. It's, it's. I, I love talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a great topic. It's, it's practi- practical. It's, it's all good. Thank Neil, you. if if people people are listening and want to learn mm-hmm. more about you, learn more about what you're doing, where can where can listeners find you on the internet? Um, let's see. So I'm on Twitter. Cool. As um, Neil Kaplan. Cool. N e a l. Um, I have a blog called Customers and Content. And yeah, where I've been writing for a few years about tech writing, 
um, and about a lot about collaboration. I'm just really passionate about collaboration across across teams. I think it's vital for us as technical writers to really become a hub of collaboration yeah. and support is support is a really big piece of that. And I think it's been I think it's been um, neglected. I agree, and I, and I appreciate you speaking up and, and sharing the message. Oh, oh, well, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Well, Neil, enjoy the rest of the day. I'm sure it's a, a nice and sunny day in California. It is. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm a bit jealous, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, and you have, a, you have a great day, too. There we go. You too, Neil. Thank you.